Welcome, beautiful soul, to the Stars Are Calling You podcast. I'm Danielle Lantieri, an ITA energy medicine practitioner, intuitive empath, and spiritual writer, here to bridge the gap between science and spirituality. In this space, we deep dive every week into topics designed to help you awaken, align, self-heal, and transform. I believe the stars have called you to this podcast for a reason. Let's dive in and find out why. Hello, my beautiful friend. Welcome or welcome back. As I said last week, I've been receiving extremely interesting and valuable feedback from my mental and spiritual health questionnaire. And I'm so grateful for how vulnerable and honest you guys have been. So I've been looking through the data and it has become evident that there are a lot of you struggling with academic stress, perfectionism, managing your time, and finding the proper balance, and so on. And since everything is so deeply connected, these pressures lend themselves to being side effects of a deeper wound, one that we seem to share as a collective, as I can completely empathize with the anxiety that school can cause. So that is what I want to dive into today, and my hope is that after this episode, you have the insights and the tools to start transmuting this offset and healing on a deeper energetic level. So first, I want to say that mindset is literally everything. What you think about your reality affects how you perceive it. So every time you find yourself up against a block or experiencing anxiety around a certain area of your life, go back to your thoughts around this experience. What are your belief systems about this area of your life? What has society told you? What did you learn from your childhood? What false beliefs does your environment perpetuate? These are all questions that you need to ask yourself and deeply reflect on because at the basis of everything, the way you think about a topic is how you will feel about it. So when it comes to academic stress and anxiety when it comes to performing well or getting everything done, or if you're someone who procrastinates or has perfectionism, All of this is so related to your mindset, but also to deeper wounds around this area. You see, it's your life experiences that play a huge part in shaping your mindset. So something has had to happen to you in your life, whether it be in this lifetime, a past lifetime, whether it be a generational wound, something has happened that has caused you to have a lot of anxiety around school and academics. And you don't necessarily need to know exactly what this is in order to heal from it, but knowing that it's not you and it's your programming can go a long way as making you just feel more comfortable with the idea of healing. And in the same breath, if you have been programmed to believe these certain things and feel these certain ways, then that means that you can be unprogrammed, that you have the power to change the narrative. So first, find out what your narrative is. I know that my narrative when it came to stressing about school and feeling like I needed to be absolutely perfect and spending all of my time preparing, it came from middle school. And I switched schools to a private one. And, you know, I was the new kid. I knew literally not a single soul in the building. And I saw in that school that everyone was being praised for how well they did academically. Now, in my public school, that wasn't necessarily the case. Academics was important, but it wasn't something that everyone really stressed about. But now in this new private school, I saw that not only were kids being praised 
by their teachers for performing well academically, but they were also being looked upon with like awe, admiration, envy by their peers. And the people who were receiving these really high marks also happened to be the quote-unquote popular kids in middle school. And so that really skewed my perception of what it meant to perform well. And I found myself starting to strive for high marks and perfection when it came to my grades because I wanted to feel included, right? I mean, I was a new kid. I knew no one. I wanted some friends. And it's human nature to want to be looked upon with admiration and to be seen and valued and respected. And so to get those things, I put in a lot of effort in school. And it was really easy for me. It kind of came naturally. The high grades came and so did the admiration. And so did the friends. And so did the support. And that experience has shaped me. It made my narrative be, in order to be worthy of love and friendship and praise, I need to be perfect. And now that's not true. And consciously, I know that that is not true. But subconsciously, I had no idea. I truly believed that. And so that belief changed my mindset and that mindset changed my perception of my reality. And in turn, that affected my behaviors and my actions and how I viewed myself and how I viewed the world. But awareness is always the first step in healing. So first, I had to become aware of the narrative that I had in my head and the certain beliefs that formed around it in order for me to change and for me to grow from it. So that is what I encourage you to do as well. Maybe take a journal, maybe go for a walk, maybe have some nice shower thoughts, wherever you get your thinking done. Reflect on what your narrative is. Why do you get so anxious around school? Why do you feel like you need to be perfect? Why do you procrastinate and always put something off to the last minute? Why do you feel like no matter how hard you try, you just cannot strike a balance, that something always falls to the wayside? What are your belief systems around this? If you write down a piece of paper, I do blank because of blank. For me, it would be, I put in all this effort to be perfect because I believe that that's how you become worthy. That's how you get friends. That's how you become successful in this life. That's how you get praise from your parents. That's what I would have written down. So what is it for you? I do blank because I believe that blank. Make that list for yourself. And at first, it might seem like you're forcing answers down. But then once you get writing and you get in that flow state, I promise you, you will start to uncover a lot of deeper wounds and beliefs that you didn't even know were there. And then once you have this awareness, once you have this information, you can do something about it. So the first step is becoming aware of your mindset around school and academics and the pressure and stress that is upon you because of it. And another thing I want to note before I move on from this topic is Sometimes your limiting beliefs aren't as clear as, I need to be perfect in order to feel worthy. Sometimes it's a little more complicated, like I procrastinate so that I don't perform my best because what if I had all the energy and all of the motivation and all of the time to do my best work and I still failed, right? That's scary. So it's almost like you set yourself up for failure because that's really what you're afraid of, having the right circumstances to perform well and then not performing well. Or maybe you can't strike this perfect balance between social life and academic life and work life and family life because on a subconscious level, you have this limiting belief that 
no one can have it all, or that you're not worthy of having it all, or everything in life has to be hard, so if things are easy, it means something's wrong. That's actually something that I believed for a very long time, and fortunately, I was able to completely eradicate that sleep limiting belief, but there was a time in my life when I believed that good things came with hard work. And so every time I wanted something good in my life, it always came with some kind of struggle, even if it didn't lend itself for that in the onset. It kind of just became problematic as I was doing it because I believed that in order for something to be worth it or for me to actually get something good and positive, I had to sacrifice something. It had to be hard. There had to be work that went into it. So after becoming aware of this narrative and this limiting belief, I went back and I reframed it and I said, What if good things happen to me with ease? What if success doesn't take hard work but alignment? Maybe just maybe it is safe for me to experience positivity and growth and success and abundance and all of this fabulous stuff with ease. Simply because I am aligned with my higher self and I am aligned with my higher purpose. And so everything that is meant for me attracts effortlessly. What if that's the case? And the more I reframed my mindset, the more I was able to believe it. And the more I was able to actually change my narrative around it. So that now, good things happen without all of these hiccups that are happening because of my own blocks. So that is what I want you to do when it comes to school. Find the narrative, find limiting beliefs, reframe it, know that you are powerful enough to change your beliefs, change your mindset, and then do it. Because trust me, I get it. You're stressed out, you feel overworked, you don't know how to handle everything that's being thrown at you. As an emerging adult, you have a lot of responsibilities on top of discovering who you are and figuring out what you want to do for the rest of your life. There is so much pressure on you besides getting an A. There's pressure from society, there's pressure from yourself, there's pressure from literally everything. You are being pushed and pulled in all these directions and you don't yet have this solid foundation of self yet. Something that you can lean back on and say, no, these are my values. This is who I am. This is who I want to be. This is how I'm going to get there. And maybe you do have this foundation of self, but I feel like there's a lot of us out there around this age, whether that be the end of high school, in college, or post-graduation, where we are still figuring all of this stuff out. And there's pressure that comes with it. But I need you to know that you were not put on this earth to produce accurate input 24-7 like a computer. You were born flawed for a reason, so you can grow and evolve. And so if we were literally designed to be imperfect, then how dare we put these expectations on ourselves to be so, to be perfect? It's literally impossible. It's just simply not going to happen. And the more we put these pressures on ourselves, the more we're going to burn and crumble under them. But the more we strip them away, the more compassion and patience we show for ourselves, the more permission we give ourselves to be raw and vulnerable and flawed, actually the better we are going to perform. The more we're going to soar to new heights, the better understanding we're going to have about who we really are and who we want to become in this life. And I know a big limiting belief around school is that you need it to get a good job and to survive. So it becomes like a survival instinct to get an A. And you think that if you don't get it, you're going to die. Because we've been programmed to believe that getting an A means getting a good GPA. And having a good GPA means getting a good job. And having a good job means having money. And having money means stability. 
and safety and food and a house and a family. And if we have a family, that means that we have love and we have people to take care of us when we're old and so on. And it's this complete rabbit hole of thinking that just isn't correct. There are so many people that did not even go to college that are extremely successful in their life. And there are people that were valedictorians and had 4.0 GPAs and went to grad school and all of this stuff who were so deeply unhappy. Everyone in this life is on a different path. So there, there is no way you can compare yourself to anyone else. It would just end up making you more upset or making you more stressed out because everything meant for you will flow in. It will not take grave effort. If something is aligned with you and your purpose and what you're meant to do in this life, it will flow in with ease. It will flow in when you align with the vibration of curiosity instead of pressure. When you align with the vibration of excitement and love and learning rather than perfectionism and dread and fear. And so if something doesn't feel good, and instead of fueling you, it's draining your energy, ask yourself why. Is school draining me because of my mindset around it? Is school draining me because I'm in my wrong major? Is school draining me because I'm putting too much pressure on myself instead of letting myself just learn and be happy? Am I not finding the right balance between everything and feeling drained with all of the stuff I have on my plate because I believe I'm not worth it all? Find out why this is draining you and causing so many issues. And I promise you that once you heal from these limiting beliefs and you change your mindset, everything will start to feel so good. School used to drain me so much until I changed my beliefs about it. I used to dread doing assignments and studying for exams and taking exams because I really did feel like I had to be perfect in order to be worthy of like everything and anything. And then once I changed that belief, I started to get excited about it. I started to pick up more things. I started to pay attention better actually. And I found that I actually had to study less to get the same grade. I had to put in less effort to get an A when I decided that I didn't need to be perfect. Let that sink in. And listen, if I don't get a perfect grade or I'm slammed with a bunch of assignments, I do get stressed. That is normal. I'm not talking about the normal everyday stresses in your life. I'm talking about the deeper stuff. The stuff that prevents you from being joyful, from being present in the moment. The stuff that's tied to limiting beliefs. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I encourage every single one of you to heal from. And so with that said, I want to give some actionable steps to leave you guys off with. Things that you can do right now as soon as the episode is over to actually do all of the things I said. To discover the narrative and then change the narrative so that you can find more peace, more bliss, and attract the abundance and the life that you are meant to live with ease. So the first action step that I encourage you all to do is to write down your anxious thoughts and then debunk them. Anxiety is an emotion and emotions are messengers. So heed the call. Listen to what it's trying to tell you. It's a lot easier to face something when you can actually look at it, when it's tangible. Anxiety can feel like a runaway train that's never going to go away. Make it something that has a form. Write down your anxious thoughts. So for example, we can go back to me and my anxious thought would be, oh my gosh, I have so many exams. I don't know how I'm going to perform well in every single one of them. Okay, well, why do I feel like I need to perform well in every single one of them? Because I need to get an A. Okay, why do you feel like you need to get an A? Because I want to do well. All right, no, 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 go deeper. Why do you want to get an A? Because I feel like I have to in order to be worthy. 
I feel like an A correlates to who I am. It's part of my identity. Oh, okay, now that's something we can work on. That's something we can debunk. That's something we could say, oh, no, 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 subconscious mind, you are so wrong. That is incorrect. You are not a number. And your worth is not tied to how well you can regurgitate information on an exam. Go back to everything you wrote down. Let your anxious thoughts go absolutely wild on the paper and then highlight all the limiting beliefs and then debunk every single one of them. And I'm telling you, you will feel the release in your body. Your shoulders will be up and tense. Your stomach will be in knots, your chest heavy. And then as you start to debunk them, either by writing them down or by saying them out loud, you will start to feel all of that tension release from your body. Because like I say all the time, everything's connected. Your physical systems are so interconnected with your energetic systems. And both of those systems interplay with the human mind. So when you feel tension in your body or when you feel distressed mentally, that's connected. And you'll start to see it unwind. You will. My next action step goes back to exposure therapy. When you have a fear, you need to expose yourself to that fear in small doses in order for you and your subconscious mind to know that it is okay, you are safe, and this is not something to fear. And then so you do that in incremental steps until you eventually build up to facing the fear head on. So an example of this may be if you feel like you need to read over your essay a hundred times before you submit it to find that last typo or absolutely perfect it, then exposure therapy would be only reading it over three times. That's it. You only get to read over the essay three times. And then the next essay comes around and you're only allowed to read over it twice. That's it. And then the next essay, you're only allowed to proofread it once. And then you freaking submit it already. Yeah, you just read it over once, have faith and trust in yourself that you did it right the first time. And that your life is so much more than getting 100 on a paper and that you are allowed to go out and enjoy your life without stressing about proofreading a piece of paper a thousand times. You are worth that ease. School doesn't need to be hard. It's your belief systems around it that make it so. And so with exposure therapy, something that I did when I was studying was to set timers for myself. Okay, realistically, how much would I need to study in order to know this information? Let's say it's two hours, right? How much time do I have? So I just, I map it all out and I figure, okay, I will study today for an hour and 45 minutes. And tomorrow I'll study for another hour and 45 minutes. Now I have more time, all right? I have five hours before I I would realistically want to go to bed. I could study for all of those five hours, but that would be based on a limiting belief that I need to be perfect and not based on me genuinely wanting to understand all the material. So I'm going to set a timer for an hour and 45 minutes. And once that timer goes off, I'm done. I'm putting my books away. I'm not studying anymore. Because I'd rather get a B than have my self-worth tied to a number. And I know that in order to change these beliefs, I need to put in some actions. I need to put in the work. And by work, I mean mental work. The work that's a little uncomfortable because growth and change is uncomfy. Another action step is to schedule out time for peace and rest and then challenge the thoughts that come up in that space. You do not need to work like a machine. That's not what life is about. That's not what life is for. So schedule that time for meditation or for a walk or for time with your friends or for calling your parents. Schedule out this time like you would schedule out a class. And then when you make this date for yourself, don't cancel. Just like if you made plans with your best friend, you wouldn't cancel on them last minute. Don't cancel on yourself last minute. 
And while you're resting and you're taking this time for yourself, thoughts may come up. You may start to feel guilty for taking this time or that this time may be better spent doing other things or you may not perform as well on this test if you stopped studying and instead went for a walk or whatever false beliefs come up in the form of thoughts, debunk them. Let them go. Say, thank you, subconscious mind, for trying to keep me safe, but you're wrong and I'm not going to listen to you. I'm going to take this time to rest because life is so much more than being perfect. And another action step is to talk this out with your friends because chances are they're feeling the exact same way. We all have this deeper wound and this rough expectation on ourselves. And so talk to your friends about it because they're probably feeling the same way. And that'll make you guys feel so much better to have someone that you can rely on to not only talk things out, but to also keep yourselves accountable when it comes to not stressing out as much. And so find your support system where you are and then lean on that support system. There are so many studies that show that people are able to heal from mental trauma so much better when they have a support system to lean on and that it's a lot easier for someone to spiral when they don't have that support. So seek it out. You got this. And if you don't feel comfortable talking to your friends about it, I'm sure there are support groups on campus or in your school or online that can be really beneficial for you to use. And before I wrap this up, I just want to say, if you find that none of this is working, that you're feeling super discouraged and like you're drowning in this anxiety and it's starting to become really maladaptive, that you're not able to do the things that you love to do and you're not able to be happy, I highly encourage you to look into therapy because this may be something that needs some extra support from a professional and that is okay. I go to therapy every single week and even though my anxiety isn't as high as it was before, it is so comforting and it is so much of a relief to know that I have this support system and that hearing these things from a professional, someone who has a PhD, someone who's living is to help with mental health, hearing these things from that individual It really encourages me to do the work. And so if you feel like that is the next step for you, that you've tried absolutely everything for your anxiety or you just feel so stressed out, you literally can't function, please seek out professional help because you are worthy of feeling peaceful and feeling happy every single day. You are worth that. Okay, my beautiful friend, that concludes today's episode of the Stars Are Calling You podcast. I hope from the bottom of my heart that this episode has given you some peace and has given you some actionable steps that you can take with you to start changing the narrative and reframing your mindset and altering the limiting beliefs that are keeping you trapped in this perpetual state of pressure and stress. Because this is not what life is about. Because despite the fact that we are in earth school, earth is supposed to be fun And we are supposed to attract what we're meant to attract and align with the life that we are meant to live. And that is what I hope for you, my beautiful friend. So with that said, I'm sending as much light and love as I possibly can through the mic. Talk to you soon.